Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Hello, my name is Renu Navle, and I'm honored to be your host for Chip Chat Network Insights. I am delighted to have with us Sven Frodenfeld, who is the Chief Technology Officer at Lanner Electronics. Uh, Sven, welcome to Chip Chat. Uh, thanks, Renu, for the introduction. So, Sven, before we start, why don't you give us a little bit of a background about Lanner as well as your own role? Yeah, so uh, Lanner has been uh, is a company for uh, about 32 years. We've been um, building network appliances traditionally for the ODM market. So, originally, uh, a premier partner for Intel building most of the network security appliances. So we cover about 65, 70% of the network security companies we are aware of are using um, Lana as the underlying hardware platform. We are publicly traded, uh, headquartered in Taiwan and Taipei with about uh, $230 million revenue. And uh, we've been focusing on the telecom market for the last four years, specifically looking after the concept of disaggregating hardware from software and working on um, initial white boxes for universal CPE, SD1, and now looking after multi-access edge computing. That is great to hear. Uh, and I know edge computing is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, so why don't we start there and have you give us a little bit of background on how Lanner is looking at multi-access edge computing, how you define it, and what sort of products are you positioning for MEC? Yeah, so I can start with the uh, defining the edge. So as we uh, talked earlier, or as I mentioned earlier, we've been um, building appliances for universal CPEs and uh, SD1 deployments where the service providers are starting to um, separate hardware from software and really using it as a initial compute white box platform. We have been uh, rolling out some of the platforms with service providers already. It's typically deployed at the customer premise site as customer premise equipment, also known as virtual CPE. It's usually a low-end, so the entry-level Intel x86, either Denverton or or the the Skylake D type of uh, platforms. So we are part of that uh, program that Intel uh, initially started, which is the uh, Intel Select program for universal CPE. So we are in this program, and we have multiple platforms uh, for the entry-level customer premise equipment. So that's pretty much the customer edge, uh, we would call it. Now, with the uh, direction that uh, most of the enterprises are moving towards managed services or deploying multiple of these devices at branches, in many sites, the next big uh, area will be the aggregation point because you will need to have uh, areas to aggregate all the traffic coming from the customer premise equipment to uh, consolidate and to introduce additional functionality at that. So that's pretty much where we think where the next big wave is towards more access edge computing. And as the name says it, uh, what we're focusing on is the multi-access edge computing, meaning we are actually combining computing, storage, and networking into an edge device uh, with scalability. That's, the, uh, that's where we see we, uh, we need to focus for edge deployments. So Sven, just to uh, provide further clarity, do you see 
multi-access edge computing and UCPE converging, as in additional edge services and applications on top of the same UCPE platform, or do you see them as being separate platforms? I see them as separate platforms, depending on, you know, where's the pendle between processing being taken place at the customer premise side and versus uh, processing being taken place at the uh, multi-access edge compute side or the service provider edge. So there are some processing capabilities that the service provider edge needs to provide to lower the latency as well to, uh, to do some offloading of customer premise equipment. But at the same time, what service provider edge also needs to introduce is the networking aspect for that. And ideally, the programmability of the networking aspect because the service provider edge will carry and introduce multiple different traffic flows from different devices. And the uh, networking aspect is very dynamic at the edge uh, rather than at the core network. At the core network, or the, usually you set a path, uh, it's a high-speed networking in- infrastructure, and then you don't uh, do changes on a regular basis. At the uh, multi-access edge compute side or at the uh, service provider edge, it's way more dynamic because we have either IoT traffic connected or we have enterprises connected uh, and aggregate traffic from there. Uh, and then we need to also be able to manage the traffic coming in to these devices. So we combining the compute aspect for the service provider edge with the network programmability and the network and the network programmability, uh, more importantly, um, where we um, use uh, the Intel Barefoot Tofino fa- switch fabric or forwarding plane to um, have a, a true open programmable switch fabric introduced towards the edge compute side. Uh, so combining this both together is giving the flexibility and the scalability to run applications as a uh, low latency uh, applications at the uh, service provider edge. So Sven, can you give us a little bit of insights into what Intel processors or other technologies are being used in both the MEC platforms as well as the UCP SD-WAN platforms? Yeah, so on the uh, universal CP and the SD-WAN platform, we're leveraging most networking ports are using the Intel XL710, for an example, for the, for the NIC capabilities to do uh, offloading and security functions at the universal CPE side. Um, so normally that is a path which is between 1 gig and 10 gig towards the enterprise uh, connecting to the uh, multi-access edge compute side. On the multi-access edge compute side, it's a bit different because we're going towards the higher throughput in the platform and we're introducing programmability. So we're using the latest acquisition of Intel using the Perfect Tofino programmable ASIC to provide an open programmable switch fabric in combination with the uh, Intel Xeon family, which is, provides uh, the scalable solution within the platform. So we have uh, up to 336 cores in a single platform with full redundancy on the switch side. And then the idea here is that uh, this platform is an open platform, so sort of a white box, because we can uh, support multiple applications onto the same physical hardware and scale up and scale down based on the need of resources, fully integrated. So that's the uh, idea to combining this all together where we need uh, more uh, scalability at the edge rather than on the uh, customer premise side. 
Customer premise typically is, you know, from an Intel perspective, it's an Atom based or it's a Xeon D based uh, appliance which goes into a customer premise site or to a branch office. But um, uh, from there, you will need to pass the traffic towards the, the network in order to scale applications towards the edge. We are moving some of the applications towards the service provider edge. So, Sven, as you look out into 2020, um, what do you see as being next for Lanner? Uh, what is exciting in 2020 for Lanner? So we see a, a bigger demand coming in for multi-access edge computing. I think a lot of the service providers are still uh, in the definition stage uh, and to uh, define what t- type of processing will be needed at the edge. The networking aspect will be uh, becoming a bigger portion for edge computing. So we see a potential growth on the uh, service provider edge. The universal CPE and the uh, customer premise equipment rollout, uh, it's still in this infancy, even if we've been talking about it for many years, but it's still not reached the peak. And moving towards 5G, you know, there will be uh, more and more devices becoming uh, a virtual appliance uh, or a appliance which will be managed virtually from the cloud. Uh, therefore, there will be more demand on the networking aspect uh, and the compute resources uh, at the uh, service provider edge. So we see that uh, increase from a universal CPE and uh, SD1 perspective, we have seen a significant increase in 2019. Uh, so for our overall revenue in the white box market, we would say probably about 25% today is uh, really scaled on uh, white boxes for universal CPE and uh, SD1. And now we hope for the next requirements for the uh, multi-access edge compute side or for the uh, service provider edge, there will be uh, more compute resources uh, becoming um, necessary to support the rollout for uh, virtual network services. You said something uh, really interesting that I want to um, probe on a little bit more, Sven. You talked about 5G. How do you see 5G you know, revolutionizing the service provider edge as well as the uh, the customer premise, you know, UCPE edge. You know, what what type of new capabilities do you see 5G bringing into the edge? So we see um, the demand significantly on the LTE as well, 5G portion. All our devices for universal CPEs and uh, uh, SD1 supporting uh, wireless device as well um, from a uh, LTE perspective as well. We started looking at uh, validating uh, 5G devices. And uh, for edge computing, we see that private 5G use case will become uh, a big portion of the revenue as well, where we have um, private LTE or private 5G edge devices managing traffic separately. So it's becoming a 100% requirement for most of the uh, edge devices for customer premise equipment, but also for the uh, private edge compute platforms. So Sven, as we uh, have been partnering together, how do you see the Intel Select Solutions benefiting Lanner and Lanner's customers? 
Yeah, so we've been adopting the uh, InterSelect program in our platform strategy. So on the uh, universal CPE as well, SD1 side, we are a strong partner. We've been uh, rolling out new platforms. We make them available for customers for benchmarking to, to look at the performance using DPDK and other software tools from Intel. It's on the universal CPE side. And then we're also part of the InterSelect program for NFVI, which is uh, more for the higher throughput type of platforms, which is including FPGA, besides the um, x86 portion, uh, so combination of both. And uh, the NFVI program also allows you to have a, a secure environment where you know it's been already been qualified by Intel and, and Lana together and make the tools available for customers to do, uh, to do the testing and benchmarking. On the uh, multi-axis edge compute platforms, we are also using the SKU from Intel, which is uh, tailored towards the uh, NFVI infrastructure, and it allows it to uh, be um, quick end deployment for, let's say, applications like virtual BNG or virtual PE type of applications or even virtual EPC type of applications. So Sven, it's been a real pleasure to have you on ChipChat Network Insights. If our listeners want to find out more information about Lanner and Lanner's products, where would you have them go? The first step will be to go onto our website, uh, lanerinc.com. It's a broad range on where there's a subcategory for telecom, uh, which is uh, highlighting some of the multi-access edge compute platforms. Also highlighting the uh, partnership with Intel platforms, including the Intel Barefoot Tofino. Uh, networking aspect on that. So um, uh, that will be the first step uh, on that. Uh, we also have created a separate category, uh, which is a website called uh, whiteboxsolutions.com. And it's really aimed towards the enterprise universal CP and FD1 portfolio. So Sven, thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a real pleasure. Thank you, Renu, and I uh, enjoyed being on this program and looking forward uh, for uh, future programs. Thank you.